Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. I love it. Another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today in studio, Tyler and Lindsay Maxson. These are Live on Purpose certified coaches. Tyler, like myself, is a clinical psychologist, or shall we say... A recovering, a recovering clinical, <laughs> clinical psychologist. <laughs> we well, anonymous. Ver- we've both kind of made the jump to positive psychology, life coaching, mm-hmm. relationship coaching, uh, as opposed to traditional psychotherapy, mm-hmm. which we both have some experience doing. Um, Lindsay, uh, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a credentials list as long as your arm. <laughs> You've done a lot of coaching, particularly in the performing arts. That's right. Is that correct? Yeah, love it. And the two of you together are speakers, you're entertainers and performers, and coaches. I'm exhausted listening to you already. <laughs> well, that's enough, everybody. We'll see. That's Thank our you time. for coming today. I know, right? <laughs> Bye-bye. Well... Okay, so what does all this have to do with Live On Purpose? Mm. The reason that you're here on the podcast with me today, not only are you Live On Purpose certified coaches, which I am totally jazzed about. Us too. uh, But you have some particular areas of expertise that you're able to assist, especially couples with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's stuff, right? (laughs) In life. That comes up. What have you guys noticed? What are these... Things that can come up in a relationship that get in the way that don't have to, at least not as much as they do. <laughs> what are some things that can Lindsay, come up? you get to start, start with this, okay? <laughs> Reminds can you take me. That on? Absolutely. When Tyler and I were dating, he said the words to me, I feel like we're going into our marriage with our eyes wide, or excuse me, with, with my eyes wide open. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he said, because uh, we've, we've been really honest. We were really honest with each other about our baggage, about the stuff we had struggled with as teenagers and in our homes. Mm-hmm. And um, we're all human beings and we all have struggles. And specifically, yeah. I remember telling Tyler, look, this is, this is what I've got. I was bulimic. I had anorexia. I had this struggle, that struggle. And um, we... Um, I think that's a really good place to Wait, start. You did say that? <laughs> she did. You know, I did. people. Your question was, you know, about marriage, and then, and then, and then Lindsay, I went to dating. But. Well, no, I think that was really pertinent because before we can even be married, we bring in stuff into the marriage, right. and then we combine it, and then it gets complicated with that, and then right. we have kids, <laughs> and then it gets even more complicated. So yeah, there's right. plenty of stuff, Doctor Paul. Where do you want to go? And that might be a whole other <laughs> interview. Right. In fact, we're doing a lot right now on our YouTube channel to assist parents. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Because all the rules change. Yeah. You remember how patient you used what to rules? think you were? Well, and then, and then you had kids. And every kid's uh-huh. different, so. So, I'm, I'm intrigued because, Lindsay, you were introducing that as you came into this relationship, there was some communication about baggage, issues, mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't mm-hmm. have stuff? Right. We who doesn't? something. You mentioned specifically eating disorders. 
Mm-hmm. You've got some history with that. How common is this, Lindsay, that, that people, and particularly women, but I think, I think it affects men as well, just probably not at the same rate. Mm-hmm. No, but we're catching having, up. Having body <laughs> issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yep. Um, how common have you seen that that is, and how does it get in someone's way? Mm. How common is it? That's a huge question. I, I, I don't know that I know a single, uh, I can even say girl or woman who hasn't had some sort of struggle in regards to um, her looks, her body, her body image, her food, her, I, mm-hmm. I don't know that I know a single woman. I know that is, that's a pretty bold statement. Yeah, for me to say, a lot of people. well, because I know a lot of people and, and that's like saying every single woman struggles. And in my experience, mm-hmm. I have not met a single woman who has all of that totally, I, I was going to say figured out and that's kind of a weird way to put it, but I don't know a single woman yeah. that hasn't had some sort of struggle with it, whether it be pregnancy, whether it be teenage years, whether it be, I mean, there's just so many facets. Some, some element of self image. Mm-hmm that affects relationships mm-hmm. and is tied to the body. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're getting That's what at? we're saying. Yeah. And you don't know anyone I don't know who doesn't. I, I think I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I know women who maybe have a, a better body image than others or those that have worked on it and those sorts of things. But I think it's rampant. I think it's, I think it's an epidemic almost, mm-hmm. if you will. I'm over here scratching my head and trying to figure out, do I? know anyone yeah and you know what occurred to me i do know some special needs (laughs) women Mm -hmm. who seem to be completely comfortable in their body Hmm. and i say special needs they don't seem to be encumbered by the same stories and and issues that the neurotypical folks might be um, hmm. other than that, I can't think of anybody either. Yeah. I, I work with older folks during the day and, <laughs> and even some of the stuff that Lindsay and I have talked about for all these years, it's still in the nursing homes. It's in the really? system. Wow. I have, I have women that I will go visit who will not come out to socialize because they don't feel comfortable with the way they look at the, at their, the stage of development at, the, at that stage of their life. So it's, it's, yeah, I think it's far more prevalent than we realize. But yeah, there's, there's, a, uh, there's a piece there I think we don't know about, yeah. Okay. So, and thank you for courageously bringing this up. I say um, courageous. That's funny, you say courageous. I don't feel like it's courageous. Was it at first? Hmm. Was it, Ty? I think you've been really brave. You've shared uh, a lot. Do you know of what this the bottom the the bottom line is? I have known since I was a young girl that the struggle. Mm, I shouldn't say the struggles. I've known for, since I was a young girl that my talents were to bless other people's lives. I've known for the last about five years through some specific experiences that I've had that the that the struggles and trials even that I've had were in were needing to intertwine with some of the gifts and talents I've been given in order to help other women because for heaven's sake, I don't want another woman. I don't want women to feel this way, feel the way I felt before. And to see in the eyes of some of the young girls, the things that they deal with nowadays with social media, I'd give my right arm to help them. I really would. Uh, Lindsay, in your experience, 
in in the performing arts, for example. <laughs> oh wow! You get on stage and you <laughs> got the makeup and the outfit and it, it's all glamorous <laughs> and everything seems perfect. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm hearing a strong message from you that underneath all of that is still a human being oh, yeah. who has predictable issues or concerns, or I think you used the word <laughs> struggles too. Um, the fact that you would bring it up here today at Live On Purpose Radio mm-hmm. suggests to me that you've had a journey, that oh. you didn't stay stuck in that place, and maybe we don't have to either. Right. Can you describe what that journey has been for you? Sure. It's hard to condense it because it's a long journey. I remember the first, my first memory of knowing that I was a chubby kid was about second grade when I asked um, a boy to be my boyfriend. And he wrote it. I don't know if he wrote it. No, he, it was a messenger. Young. It was a child. Children listening to this, second grade is too young. Too young. Oh, okay, go ahead. Too young. They're Coming from it. a father. Keep oh, going. you mean the ask to be a boyfriend. I thought you were talking about too I'm just young. thinking yeah. our daughter in the future in second yeah. grade. No. <laughs> Belle, no. Going on record. Yeah. All the dads on this show agree. Too young. Too young. Done. So go I ahead. asked him right. to be my boyfriend and the messenger came back and said, he said no because you're too fat. So that's my first memory. Went through a long process of of knowing that I had talents and things and I would kind of just hold on to those talents. And, you know, I was Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz in eighth grade, but of course I was the chubby Dorothy, you know. And then, so, I mean, I I still lived life and had joy and things like that. But the dance teacher when I was 10 told me I could move, pulled me in her office, told me I could move up to the next level of dance if I lost some weight. I didn't even know really what that phrase meant. 10 years old. 10 years of it. And this was an adult. I think, uh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so that then, anyway, started. <laughs> yeah. So went through a long year, years of then losing weight in high school, then going into eating disorders, then then going into overeaters. Not us. I mean, it's a long history. Marrying Tyler and just being very open with him and saying, "Look, I've got, I've got issues. You know, I've got food mm-hmm. issues and I've got body issues." And and finally, Tyler was the one who said, "I don't give a crap about any of that. I, I, I see you. I love you." That was verbatim, um, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other story. But the, when you specifically, uh, to get to the point more of your question, in 2014, I was inspired by my sister to quit dieting. I had been dieting since I was about 14 years old. By diets, I mean um, <clears throat> counting or um, restricting. Um, basically, I like to call it hating myself thin. You know, they say you can't hate yourself thin, and I actually disagree. I, I believe you can hate yourself thin, but your result is you hate yourself and you're thin. And it's no better. You're no better fat. Or you're no better that skinny than fat. That is probably the definition of most eating disorders. disorders right. Mm-hmm. Hating yourself thin. And I would get thin and it was never enough. Um, never enough. That's from Greatest Showman. That happens sometimes, <laughs> you guys. Yeah. Okay. So we do have performers. Breaking out into song might happen. Them. Anyway, great show. Love it that could song. happen again. I laid my on that one. <laughs> 2014, decided to stop dieting, was sick of it, um, and was just going to, to really work on uh, just accepting and loving and just being okay with the fact that I had 30 extra pounds on me, and I had, who cares? I have four beautiful babies because of this extra weight, and and um, anyway, um, the place that I am now, though, is having lost about four, that same 30 pounds, I have lost it in about the last year, mm-hmm. and um, you might say, okay, so I've had like, you know, people say, well, what are you on now? What program are you doing now? The program is I changed my brain and I decided to start practicing what I preached um, and that is feeding my body out of love and not out of um, fear. Fear. Oh, I don't need to feed you with the words. You no, got. feed me with those words, oh. pun intended. <laughs> I know. Um, and 
it's so interesting because over the last year I lost about 30 pounds uh, because I started wanting to eat according to uh, some health issues I was having. And it was the easiest way to ever lose weight because it had nothing to do with losing weight. Because it had nothing it to had do nothing. with it. nothing. Do you know how they talk about how it's like you talk about, and I think, I don't know if it was in your book or if it was uh, Positivity Power Up, but how you went to the bank with your son who needed a loan. Oh, yeah. And the bank wouldn't give him a loan it, until you said, well, I'll give you the $3,000 for you to then give him a loan because he mm-hmm. couldn't qualify for the loan or something like right. that. So as soon as he didn't need, you know. To get the loan, you have to prove you don't need the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like as soon as you um, decide you don't need to be thin to love yourself or to be happy, I became thin. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. in a way it was like, I wasn't, I wasn't losing weight to be happy. I had chosen to be happy with who I was and, and loved it all, chub it all. At which point the weight was no longer an issue. Now mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm a human being and was losing weight kind of fun. And yes, but the cool part, There's still some of the old stories attached to it. Sure. But the, but the cool part was, is that the losing weight this time was just a bonus. It, it wasn't the best part of all. Oh, I love the way you put the that. The best part of all was that I have food freedom. I have body image freedom. I have, I show up differently in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, is that you to say? That, you want to fully endorse that. that? Yeah. Um, I show wow. up different for our kids. Um, do I have moments of going, oh, there's still this. Do I have moments of, um, oh, that angle was bad in that picture? Of course. You don't, you don't have an eating disorder and body mm. image issues for years and not still have moments. But if I could help someone else free their your brain. <laughs> you're no longer encumbered by it. Mm-hmm. it. It doesn't drive you. It's like the fog has lifted. That's a song from Rapunzel, but it really is. It's, or that's a line from uh, Tangled. It's like the fog. Is li- at last I is. see the light and it's like the fog is lifted. It's kind of like... Of course, I still had happiness and joy in my whole life through all of this eating disorder body image journey. Yes. But there was always this fog. And I can honestly say that fog is gone. That is good news. It's good news. I think that creates some hope. And as we come back from this break, can we dig into what some of those, those specific strategies or applications are okay. that we can get to? Sure. All right, folks, Tyler and Lindsay Maxson today at Live On Purpose Radio. (laughs) We'll be right back. Do you dream of making a bigger difference more of the time? Have you thought about life coaching as something that you would like to offer? If you are an influencer or a speaker or a leader or a coach, this webinar is for you. In this webinar, I'll share with you seven important clarities that are absolutely essential to setting up a successful life coaching practice. If you're ready to take some courageous steps to add life coaching to the services you offer your clients, register now at liveonpurpose.coach forward slash webinar. That's liveonpurpose.coach dot com forward slash webinar and we're back with Tyler and Lindsay Maxson today at Live On Purpose Radio interesting turn of our conversation and I wasn't sure exactly where we would go with this today mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're bringing up body image and, and concerns about 
the body that get tied into relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not just women who do this, although that's probably who, uh, who struggles most with it. Mm -hmm. I think the statistics would bear that out. I agree. Um, but the principles are true for, for either gender. And I'm, I'm also thinking, Tyler, you're sitting over here and getting off scot-free. I am, man. <laughs> as, as Lindsay bears her soul <laughs> to the world at Live On Purpose Radio, uh, you've, you've gone on this journey with your wife. Mm -hmm. And I think your perspectives, not only as a psychologist... Uh, but maybe primarily as a husband. Yeah, I feel like I almost have to take the psychologist hat off because <laughs> Does that this, get is my, you in trouble this is my too wife. Sometimes. Oh yeah, maybe. absolutely. Well, she'll 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 call on me to be the shrink. Hey, I, I need you to be the shrink right true. now. She'll say that. Well, but... Vicky will invite me to not be the shrink <laughs> at certain times too. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I do. Tyler, take a moment to address, at least in part. What your journey has been like together with Lindsay in this process, what you've learned. You know, through, uh, through our relationship and, and, you know, starting off with falling in love and courtship and all the fun stuff of getting to know Lindsay and then having this vision of who we would be as a couple, I had to make room for her relationship with food as the marriage went on. And there was times in our relationship, and we've talked about this, where, you know, we're getting, we covet our weekends. We were very jealous about our time together. <laughs> and so Saturday would come along and we'd, okay, we're going to go on our date tonight. And, and I would wait Saturday morning to, to decide what our date would be like, because I couldn't plan anything until you've either weighed in or you've had your... He's talking about like all the dieting years. All the dieting, mm -hmm. all those dieting years. And so it, I, I... Because I that was such like a predominant part of Saturday your, morning was right. way in. At brain at that I mean, point. Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah. and it's not like, oh, woe was me as the husband. But I definitely knew our ability to celebrate our relationship was sometimes dependent upon how she felt she did with food and that other relationship that existed within our marriage. And that was just some silent thing that we carried for a long time until we started finding out, okay, this is not just us. Oh, right. This is, this is very normal. And all those women who get in line in the morning <laughs> on Saturday to go weigh in for some little old lady to tell them how good or how bad they did <laughs> and, and about their big problems that they're having. Right. Um, it, 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 it's, it's this false celebration when it's great, <laughs> quote unquote. Great, yeah. And it's, superficial, though. It's superficial. Right? And then it's also, but it, and then it's devastating when it doesn't go the way she wants. And so my, our, our Saturdays would either be a recovery session of, okay, how do we get ourselves back together so that we can enjoy some time as, our, as, as a couple mm -hmm. apart from this food thing. Um, or we celebrate and we glut ourselves all weekend. Well, yeah, according to how I weighed in is what he's saying, you know. Let the numbers drive that. Mm -hmm. And numbers, that was yeah. for years. Was that years. was for many, many years. About 12. And I wanted to share this observation because you said well, the fog is lifted. Um, you, as, as you've gone through the process of starting to get your own coaches and you've heard voices that you identify with mm -hmm. and you've been incorporating some of the tools that you see are beneficial, um, I've seen this change in you. We, our pattern of life has totally changed. I get to date the woman 
that I fell in love with. Mm. I get to go on our dates now with with that person. And it's like this this restart. So we we talk about wow. act, act two of marriage. I feel like we really entered this second act of our marriage where we get to be us again. And yeah, mm. I mean, we, we definitely talk about how, you know, I've got my stuff I'm dealing with, you've got your stuff, and it is an ongoing process, but she has these coaches now. She has people in her corner that she relies on, just like I think everybody needs and has. Um, so you've traded dieting for coaching. Yeah. And so you work on your brain mm. and it frees you up to be who you are. Mm-hmm. And I love What really that. started, you know, I in 2014, I, I quit diets basically. And I said, I'm going to just eat food and not focus on my body. And don't get me wrong. I went to kind of an extreme for about four years from 2014 to about 2017, 18. And by extreme, I meant, I meant go body, love, love your body. Heavy's okay. You know, health at every size. There's mm. a lot, there's a movement for that going on. And it is, I am not here to say that is not a good thing. That's it almost a, a pendulum swing. I had to, I believe before. I had to Absolutely. go that far in other words, and my eating at that point became a kind of, and I say this with all the love and a little bit of profanity, I kind of flipped the bird at diets for those four years. <laughs> Meaning like, you know, I, screw you diets, I'm not on you anymore. And so right. I went to a way of eating that was just like, everything's okay now. So what the way I was eating at this point was a sugar cookie oh, three times a day. I mean, no I, it wasn't. Hard. It wasn't. I'm still in recovery. Yeah. So what? It was, it was fun. To do it was too. fun time. What I'm getting yeah. at is, I had to. For me, I sort of went on a pendulum swing yeah. to get where I am now, which is it. And it did definitely um, led the way for me to find some coaching programs where we talk about your circumstances are not your problems. Your thoughts and feelings are. Um, and so anyway. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, other than than it led me to then decide to believe that I was a child of God and that that was the most important thing and to really practice that that preaching that I do and um, to then go, if I believe that, knowing who you are makes a difference in how you are, if I believe that, how am I treating this body, having nothing to do with how it looks, having nothing to do with weight or size, how do I treat this body? Oh, I treat it, eat, like crap. What if I started eating better because I, I don't have great energy right now. I've got a thyroid thing going on. I'm on all these hormones. I'm, you know, I, It was some health issues that kind of made me go, I think I want to eat better to feel better. Mm-hmm. Having nothing to do with size. Lost weight. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. And I, it's funny. I almost... It's almost like, oh, I thought losing weight was supposed to be so wonderful <laughs> because you think it's going to be. All those years you're trying so hard to diet, and like then it's that's like your ticket to happiness. Yeah, it's kind of like you can't hate. It's kind of like if you're not a, fa- a, a happy poor person, you're not going to be a happy rich person. It's kind um, of like if you're not a happy, really? <laughs> you're not a happy. Well, you, are we you know, triggering other issues? Yeah. <laughs> All that's I'm saying podcast. is, it wasn't weight loss wasn't wasn't where I was seeking my happiness. Uh, right. You were seeking it there before and never finding it. Not finding right. it. And you discovered that once you detach from it, it's not that elusive. Mm, yeah, exactly. That whole pendulum swing thing. I mean, you and I... You kind of went on it with me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, I did. Because I'm in the relationship. And that's. Right. I think that's right. where that comes into play that's back again point. with the couple's piece. Because we are in this together, regardless of your issue, my issue. And I'm totally about separating, you know, her... My uh, happiness is on me and your, your happiness, happiness is on, is on you. Your happiness is on you. Mine's on me. We're in the, But we're in the relationship together. True. 
And so when you were on your swings, I, you know, I, I was there and I, I witnessed it and I couldn't help but be affected by it. But that, that's just so funny that the pendulum swing conversation, we don't do anything middle of the road. When there's, a, when there's a behavior or something that's bothering us, we don't just say, well, I'll try to move towards center. No, we just swing that pendulum all the way over and just, just think that that's going to solve everything. Well, well, now we just opened a whole other can of worms. Right. But it's so interesting how knowing who you are centered you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've really latched onto that piece because that's the piece that I keep coming back to as a couple. Knowing who we are, that core couple that, that we were when we first started. That's what I keep coming back to whenever we have these roller coaster things. Hmm. Knowing who we are just helps me to just plow on through whenever I have my stuff, whenever <laughs> I have your stuff. As long as we keep that, uh, that idea of who we are, we're going to get through it. I like it. That has everything to do with live on purpose. <laughs> it? Does it? Not? <laughs> well, and... Uh, That's so why it all resonated for us when we were listening to you. We're like, yep, this is Let's bring us. this back around to the hope that we've created through this conversation. Because couples don't have to stay stuck. They don't. Mm-hmm. In that pattern. You guys are a great example of this. And even with all of the education and experience and everything that you have, it doesn't mean that you're immune from the stuff. Right. You're still human. That shows up. You're still human. But having worked through some of those things and traversed this journey together, you're now in a position where you're coaching others to to go into that second act. I kind of like that imagery. (laughs) That, That second act of marriage where... We can be free from some of those encumbrances, and it doesn't necessarily mean that we delete all of the old programming. No. Right. But your and and our topic today is brain over body. As you work on the brain, mm-hmm. and your brain is part of your body, by the way. Yes, it is. Just saying. Just it's, saying. It is over organ in your head. <laughs> well, it's actually brains over body, or mind. Oh. Yeah. Or, uh, Having right. more people on board can help us. As we like well. the S on there because oh, yeah. it has. A We're few all about mixed metaphors, there overlapping the metaphors. As a coach, anyway, when you're coaching a couple, can you just give us a tidbit or two about where where to start? What is it that that we can take home from this today that that you would encourage people to just latch onto as a starting point? I've got one. You got one. Go. Uh, go back to that core couple. You know, who are you as a couple? Mm. There are things that we cut out of our lives that we forget Mm. about. Those things that we used to do that some of them, I mean, you know, as we get older, we can't do anymore. But there are ways to reconnect with those things that really remind us of who we are, that bring joy into our lives. You mean like doing things we used to do when we were dating or when we were first married before we had kids? And even Mm -hmm. if you can't do that, you can Mm -hmm. reminisce on it. But reconnecting with those things helps to reconnect with a couple. It's like getting back to your purpose. Yes, and you coach people to do this. Yeah. Folks, I just have to throw in an endorsement here for a minute because one of the reasons that I've chosen to associate with Tyler and Lindsay is because they get this. And they're able to assist others to do that as well. I think one of the best things that we can do to transform our world is to help people with their key relationships. Mm. 
Amen. Strengthen the family. You strengthen the community. You strengthen the world. And that's what you guys are up to. And I just, I thank you for the good work that you're doing in that area. Before we sign off here, how can people connect with you so that they can, I know you do a podcast and you're, mm-hmm. you've, you've got some programs and coaching that you're offering. Where's the best place for people to connect with you? Our official name is TLC Coaches, Tyler, Lindsay, Couples Coaching. And we're also, of course, incorporating the Weight Loss Body Image wait, brands wait, over TLC, body. TLC Coaches. That might have a devil meaning. Tender loving care, I know. My brain, like, for weeks was like, can we really call ourselves that? Yes, we named a child Belle after a Disney princess. So we, we named absolutely. a child Belle, that's right. So yeah, TLC Coaches, we're on Instagram with that name. We're on Facebook with that name. And then our website is also after that name. Yeah, and our podcast is that name wonderful. as well. Yeah. The easiest is probably just going online, tlccoaches.com. Wonderful. And that's where, folks, as as you're listening to this and feeling some hope or inspiration, that's where you can connect with Tyler and Lindsay, the coaching programs that they're offering, the podcast. uh, We'll keep it real. Trust us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I hope you've seen that. (laughs) Awesome. You've heard it now. It's time for you to apply whatever it is that makes sense to you based on this conversation today. Let's all go out there and live on purpose.